Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Last week, Bizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick were set upon by eight fearsome creatures as they explored a mysterious stone building in the middle of the clearing they found themselves in. Choosing to stand and fight, they quickly found themselves overmatched. One by one, the party fell to the creature's attacks, creating a lovely unco- pile of unconscious Azimar with a tiefling topper. Are they all dead? Well, no, because then we wouldn't be doing the podcast. But what horrors will their attackers subject them to? What will the party find when they regain consciousness? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Um, some time passes. You're unconscious for it, so you have no idea how long. Uh, but eventually, you all do uh, regain consciousness. Let's have Constitution saves from everybody again to determine the order of consciousness. Ooh, no, this went so well for Bizdira last time. Oh! Uh, I sort of hope so. No, I got a 20. Did you crit? Just a uh, modified 20. Okay. Adjusted 20. Yeah, modified 20. Okay, uh, uh, Kit. I also got a modified 20. All right. Uh, Bria. I also got a 7. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I also no. I actually got excited though. <laughs> I know. Did you flick? Uh, eight. To be fair, oh, I was the first one knocked out, <laughs> okay. so I should be the first um, one to wake up. That's true. Yeah. That's, and Kit was the second. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So Kit uh, and Bizdira uh, sort of regain consciousness at the, at the same time, and uh, you are you realize that what sort of brought you back to consciousness uh, is that you are again wet and cold it is still raining so either you've been unconscious for so long that it stopped raining and started raining again wait when was it raining was i just not paying attention yeah when you guys woke up remember you felt water oh, droplets on you i do remember you probably that. could have emphasized right. that more but anyway <laughs> um it's either still raining so it hasn't been too terribly long or you've been out for so long that it stopped raining and started sure. again um so you're you're damp there but also you wake up the two of you wake up and you realize that you are sort of on the banks of a river and uh, you're getting sort of splashed by, uh, the, as the current sort of rounds a bend right near where you all are, How you're getting lovely. a little bit of spray, of river spray. The other thing you notice is that the four of you are all tied up together, back to back, in sort of a lovely little four-pointed po- oh, four star, <gasps> a shape that you're familiar with. Dun-dun-dun. Oh, um, symbol. Dun-dun-dun. Is it foreshadowing <laughs> or just stupidity? Um, Both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you're all tied up together. Uh, there's sort of a rope that goes around all four of your torsos, just tying you there. Crush Again, the, the only male. Heyo. <laughs> it's the- okay. All right. Uh, actually, wait. The Bria is still out, right? Bria is still out. As Along is, with as Flick. is Fleck. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I'll ask when I wake up. Okay. So Kit's immediately gonna check and make sure that she has all her shit with her or see if it's all gone um yeah you're tied up you see just off actually you're facing it bria mm-hmm. there's a pile of all of your packs um and and things sitting about 10 feet from you down the riverbank Wait, it's facing kit you're, you're facing okay, it. yes yeah, okay, so you okay. can see it clearly cool all right right so i'm gonna turn to brisdira <laughs> and say you all right so you do. You two are next to each other. Uh, Kit is opposite okay. uh, Flick, and then Bizdira is opposite. Uh, uh, Bizdira is gonna turn to Kit and be like, "Well, 
My head hurts a little bit, but I think my pride hurts a little more. <laughs> and Kit is solemnly going <laughs> to nod her head in agreement. The bruised pride. <laughs> Great. Uh, at that point, uh, Flick and Bria both wake up as well. Speaking of bruised prides. <laughs> 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 Um, that was my question as I was going to ask where, who we were sitting next to. Yeah, so you are next to, uh, Bria, you are next to Flick and, uh, Kit. Okay. And Bizdira is at your back. Okay. And is this the, was that the equivalent of a long rest? So where are we hit points wise? <laughs> no, no, no. You oh, each have one good. hit point. Oh man. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um. But you've got a healer. Good thing. Mm-hmm. And and first oh, yeah. level too, so he's got all those spell mm-hmm. slots to uh-huh. deal with. Don't you taunt me uh, in my first level. <laughs> can I try to use it do I have one of my daggers on me or are they in the pile of They're stuff? all everything is in I mean you're left with your clothes and that's about it. Everything else is in the pile. All of your armor has been taken off and put in the pile. Oh. So Excuse me. Your no. Very violated. Well, mm. you are still in your I mean, why? There there wasn't any armor to take off of you. There wasn't, but I had darts hidden around my body. Oh, yeah, they're all gone, for sure. <laughs> is That's my hysterical. mask off of me, too? Yes, mask is in the pile She's, as well. What about like, my amulet? Eyes there flare. you go. Okay. Uh, Flick reaches for his amulet. Uh, in Not not there. <gasps> oh, okay. <laughs> so all of you are, like, touching yourself, like, checking your pockets. <laughs> How much can which we move? Not a not lot, like a so lot. it's just like, sort it's of, like, it's sort of like arms. penguin arms, <laughs> like T-Rex sort of trying to grab. <laughs> At your neck. Flick, okay, so Flick... little arms. <laughs> <laughs> Flick goes into a little bit of a frenzy, and... Flick is not a barbarian. <laughs> oh, yeah, not... Well, uh-huh. not an actual frenzy. Right. Just like a Flick frenzy. <laughs> and... Wow, he, that's what she said. Uh, TM. We'll try... He was going to try his best to shimmy out of the rope. Uh, like, kind of down... You, you get what sure. I'm saying? Yes, I do. Give me a... Somebody give me a character sheet. I got one right here. A shimmy check? A shimmy check? Mm-hmm. Um, I would... Uh, that's... Um, I'm oh going to say, give me... Um, if you're trying to shimmy out... No. If you're <laughs> trying to sh- Good call, though. If you're trying to shimmy out, let's call... It's not really acrobatics. This is... See, there occasionally, very occasionally, there are skills that I miss from uh, 3.5 edition. Oh, sure. Um, escape artist is the old check. Uh, we're going to call this an acrobatics check. Okay. I'm giving you a solid 13. It's not bad. Okay. Um, the you So you, you can sort of feel that you are making some progress, but these t- these ropes are tied really well. Um, so, like, eventually you can continue this progress and you will get out, but it's not going to be a quick process. Um, let me have perception checks from everybody. Um, that's cool. a nine. Nine for Bizdira. Eight for Kit. Eight for Kit. Bria? Eleven. Eleven for Bria and Fleck. Flick is super distracted Flick, by the fact that he doesn't have his amulet, so he's giving you a four. Oh, good lord. <laughs> All right, well, Bria, you hear some rustling coming from uh, the forest uh, sort of in the direction that you are facing. So you're, you're sort of facing away from the river. Okay. And uh, out from behind a tree steps a funny-looking little creature. It looks like a small... Uh, actually, give me a nature check and let's see if you know what it is before I am goofy and try and describe something that you can identify. 
That's a nine. Um, okay, so this funny-looking little creature steps out. Uh, it's got sort of red, scaly skin. It's it's real small, like maybe two and a half, three feet tall. And it looks like a little lizard person or dragon person. Mm. It's got some little horns. It's got a tail. It's got like clawed feet. Is he my relative? That's what I was going to ask. Does he look like Flick? <laughs> no, no, definitely not like Flick. Flick is... Uh, his horns and tail are uh, are fiendish in nature. This thing is like reptilian in nature. Um, and just strapped all over this creature are vials and bags and pouches. And on its back is this strange sort of like camping backpack looking contraption that has all kinds of carrying cases and things in it. Um, it's just completely festooned in various, like, things to hold, liquids and powders and things in. Um, and it sort of looks at you all curiously and sort of tilts its head from side to side. Flick immediately freezes and, like, stares at this weird creature. Um, do any of you speak Draconic? I do. Anyone else? No. Nope. Okay. So, Bizdira, it's fortunate because you're facing the thing. So, uh, it says it says in Draconic, but in a mm. in a in a strangely accented Draconic. You can understand it fine, but like a few of the inflections or whatever are. It's like a it's like a different dialect, right? It's not exactly the Draconic that you recognize. Mm-hmm. But uh, it finally sort of looks at you for a while and tilts its head from side to side, and, and it goes, um, "Do you need help?" I love this thing already. <laughs> um, the other three of you, uh, well, I suppose uh, Kit and yeah. Fleck can see it. Uh, and especially when it speaks, like it definitely gets your attention. Does Kit know what it is? Yeah, let's have nature checks from the two of you. Bizdira, cool. you're facing away from it, so you actually can't see it at this point. But I hear something oh. chatter in a language I don't understand. Okay. Correct. Um, she's like, what, what, what's happening? What's happening? Do we, what's do happening? Somebody to, tell me. Do we Kit, have to what fight? You got? I got a 16. Okay, and Fleck? I got a 17. Okay, so the two of you recognize this as a kobold. Kobolds are oh. small. They often, uh, as far as you are aware, they often inhabit sort of like the sewer systems in cities. They generally live in clans. Um, they are distant relatives of the great worms that you're aware of, the dragons. Um, so yeah, that's sort of what you know about this type of creature. Um... So, Bria, it says, um, do you need uh, some help? Yes, please. <laughs> so, Bria opens her mouth and responds in kind to this thing in its own language, which is a, l- a little startling. Um, Kit raises an eyebrow. <laughs> Good. I wish you all could have seen the raised eyebrow. <laughs> Flick is still frozen. And Bizdira still has no idea what's happening. And Bizdira's still just like, what the hell is going on? Bria's Let me out of this shit. <laughs> Bria's going to say in common... Uh-huh. Um, Flick, is this a cousin of yours? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Then Flick, in turn, raises an eyebrow. <laughs> so many raised eyebrows. Um, so mm. the cobalt, the little cobalt sort of approaches you, and it pulls out from, like, its belt a tiny little paring knife uh, that's, like, used to um, cut up, you know, ingredients or prepare uh components uh and things or 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 uh i don't know you could use it to like cut off someone's toes if you were interrogating them (laughs) okay 
Um, I need to get dream. my hands that on this. Pretty interesting, actually. The dream, mm-hmm. yeah. So it approaches you and pulls this out, uh, and uh, Kit and Fleck, you or Flick, you have no idea. Like this creature is approaching you. You don't mm-hmm. know what it said, and it's holding a knife. Yeah. Um, and and <laughs> Bria seems to again. strangely. Um. Uh, Bria seems strangely calm about it. Flick, you're shimmying again. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead and give me another acrobatics check. <laughs> <laughs> An 18. Okay, so Flick, you managed to get out of the bonds this time. Oh, no. All right. Uh, Bizdira is also going to try to shimmy. Well, so as soon as Flick gets out of the bonds, right, the ropes were tied yeah. so that they held all of you, so they're now loose enough that you all can mm-hmm. get out without too much trouble. Great. Bizdira right. is just going <sighs> to... And and this little kobold, like, leaps back <laughs> oh, uh, and, like, takes off to hide oh, no. back in the forest. Bria is going to tell everyone to leave him alone. In what language? In, in common. common. All they understand, yeah. right? And then I will, um, I'll call out to him and say, we mean you no harm. Come back, your potions look interesting. <laughs> uh, and so the we mean you no harm, like, has zero effect on him. But saying that his potions are interesting stops him short, and he sort of, like, stumbles a little bit. <laughs> and he cautiously turns his head to you all and, and says in Draconic again, he says, well. As long as they don't hurt me, I I wouldn't mind showing my potions. And I will repeat that in common and tell them all to look innocent and non-harming. <laughs> and you say to a tiefling. Sort of, he sort of, like, as you're talking in common, he, like, kind of smiles and nods and says, I speak little common. And I cheer. And hmm. he's he sort of like he sort of gives you a look and he's like in in draconic he says to you, There's no need to patronize me. <laughs> oh, I wasn't what? and I do my stupid, stupid oh, stuff. <laughs> and kick and goes over and, and rubs <laughs> rubs Bria's shoulder. Oh, um so he says in common to all of you, he says Promise no hurt. Kit says, promise. 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 So uh, the creature sort of nods and walks over to you and just begins this rapid fire draconic diatribe, pulling out powders and 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 fungus and mushrooms and little vials of liquid and all of these things. And just Kit like- Kit is very excited. <laughs> rapid fire explaining all of these things to Bria, um, most of which like, it's it's not that you can't understand him. It's just that they all go by so fast. And there's like, he's just tossing out names and like uses and all of these things. And it's like, I said, it's just all going by very fast. So you're able to sort of absorb very little of it. Um, but he mm. seems super enthused to be talking about it. I will try to translate what I can and look very excited while I'm listening to him. Great. So like, she's able to translate a couple of words. Like there's one that like, and you can sort of follow his body language too because he's really mm-hmm. into it. So like he pulls at this one thing and like rapid fire names and uses, but like what what Bria is able to like ascertain about this thing is like it's super poisonous. So does Kit recognize any of these things? Give me a nature check. Okay. They're all also coming out and going away very quickly. Yeah. So Ooh, uh, I got do, 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 a modified 20. Nice. So much like with the vines, you recognize a couple mm-hmm. of them and one or two of the like mushrooms are things that you absolutely recognize. They look just okay. like like you, what you know. Um, 
A few other things are, again, this is all very fast, but a few other things are familiar but wrong. Okay. And then there's a lot of completely foreign. Cool. Uh, and, and you know, not everything is a whole plant. There's a lot of powders yeah. and tinctures and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but the plants that it pulls out, uh, that's sort of how that breaks down. Cool. And the last thing that he does is he pulls out an empty vial. And his sort of rapid-fire draconic just stops. And he stares at this vial and he gives a big sigh. <sighs> and this one. Maybe one day I'll be able to make this one again. Useful. Dangerous, but useful. What was it? He says, a very powerful, potent, and useful antitoxin. I suppose if you did it wrong, it could also be poison. But if you do it right, it can be an antidote. Two? Uh, Most poisons, most natural poisons that you can make from anything in this area. Very useful, like I said. Flick is going to try his best to look intrigued and be polite, but he's going to sneak over and start looking for his amulet. Okay. Because he can't understand Draconic. Trying to be sneaky about it? Uh, No. Like, he's going to be, like, very, like, intentionally trying to be, like, polite, but he's, like, very obviously going over to find his amulet. Okay, great. Um, Bizdir does the same thing. Great. Honestly, this creature is so into the conversation that it's having with Bria and can see that Kit is interested that it he super does not care. Great. So I start looking for the amulet for great. sure. Great. And you, and you find your packs and all of your things are sort of strewn out amongst them. There's nothing missing. They're just all there. And Kit just keeps bothering Bria and asking her to translate. Yeah. She really wants to <laughs> totally. know what's happening. Um, so the kobold is sort of, after he, after he explains what is supposed to go in this vial, he begins sort of muttering to himself under his breath and draconic, just like talking about, you, you catch little snippets, Bria, about like, well, maybe if I use this type of plant instead of this one, maybe I can recreate a, a portion of the effects of this anti Just like talking to himself about, about what he can do and what he can make. Uh, and then he sort of stops and he notices that uh, Flick and Bizdira have moved aside to, to the packs and he says, oh, uh, terribly sorry. Um, how rude of me. Uh, I am Eryx, and who and what are you? I'm Bria. Did he say this in Draconic? Uh, so he says it in Draconic, and then he sort of, he goes, oh, uh, sorry, I forget myself. And in common goes, me, Eryx, what you Bria will say her name in Draconic. Which is, which is your name in common name. with a funny accent. Correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Kit introduces herself as okay. Kit. Okay. Bizdira, while putting on her mask, says, kind of nods her head at him and says, Bizdira. And Flick will give him a thumbs up and say, <laughs> Flick. And he, like, he puts the knife away and the little vial away, and he, like, he takes his clawed <laughs> reptilian hands and, like, tries to give a thumbs up, but it just ends up looking really menacing. Cool. <laughs> I asked him if he would like to adventure with us, please. <laughs> his eyes get real big, and he says, adventurers? We haven't seen any of those around here in a long time, and, and frankly, it didn't go well when the last kobold adventuring party went out. He says, um, what, what are you? You're not kobolds. You're not orcs. What are you? Flick will uh, kind of go up to, uh, 
Yeah, everything that he's saying, he'll say in Draconic, and then he, like, shakes his head and repeats in broken okay. common. Um, Flick will, after, like, kind of retrieving his things, go up to uh, Bria and ask her softly, uh, can you ask him where we are? Where, what, mm-hmm. w- yeah, where are we? Um, <clears throat> so I'll answer his qu- I'll answer his question in draconic and I'll say okay. um we're humans and he's and I'll pause and I'll smile and I'll say a distant cousin of yours <laughs> in draconic in draconic so you can't hear it but you can probably see my face <laughs> and, I give you another raised eyebrow <laughs> and then I'll say um what is this land called? Uh, I'll take out my cartographer's tools and show him the maps that I've started to draw, and I'll say, what is this land called? Um, he says, uh, this is the last refuge. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, he says, wait, 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 wait. You, you are humans. I don't know what that is. <laughs> he does not look like a cousin, but... You all are something I've never heard of, so maybe he's a distant cousin of Cobalt's. But you are adventurers. Yes. You can get me my mushroom poison. Okay. It's very intriguing. <laughs> um, he says, um, you are strangers to the last refuge, yes? Yes. Yes. He says, um, I can help. My clan can help. We will teach you about this land. Where did you come from? Did you come from across the sea? Uh, I wish I could understand him. Well, he's, he's, he's repeating all this like in broken common, so it's, it's oh. hard to sort of follow, but you can get the gist. Okay. I, I, well, I, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I look at all of you for an answer. A flick yeah. will say, mm, something like that. He says, um, oh, I've never seen anyone come from across the sea. But okay, my clan will help. We will provide you with shelter and supplies and information about the last refuge. But I need your help first. Flick understands shelter and Mm -hmm. supplies. Mm -hmm. And I look around to the other three and I just say, "Uh, what do you think? Hits into it. While, like, nodding my head. <laughs> Kid agrees. Bizdira nods and says, shelter is lovely. <laughs> Bria really likes this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, this antitoxin is made from a very particular type of poison that is derived from a specific mushroom that can be found in this area. But the problem is, well, I can't get to it and why is that well the mushrooms only grow where moss lurkers live and they're not into sharing do we know anything about moss lurkers uh you can give me a nature check all of us sure i crit oh good nope 14. Okay. Uh, Bria? Uh, 19. Bizdira? 8. 
Um, so you all uh, think about Moss Lurker for a minute, and not a one of you has ever heard of them before. What a waste of a crit. Cool. Sorry gotcha. about it. For real. Um, so he says, um, the Moss Lurkers, they use them to create a poison and coat their weapons in them. He mm. says, um, it's that poison that I need in order to continue to create this antitoxin. He says, um, the poison from only four or five weapons should be enough to allow me to create antitoxin for a long while to come, but I haven't been able to get close enough to take their weapons. So he wants us to collect, not mushrooms, but he wants us to collect five weapons? Five poisoned weapons, okay. yeah, four or five poisoned weapons. He says, um, I know I know it's a lot to ask and I don't know you, but but I promise that I'll make sure that... that you're safe with the Shimmerscale clan if if you want to come back with me once you found them. Shimmerscale. <laughs> um, Bazira just kind of says, like, I'm fine with doing what he asks, but um, I think we could really use some time to, like, recoup first. Kit heartily agrees with that sentiment. <laughs> Bria will, uh, where are you guys at with, uh, does anybody have any spell slots they need filled? If, I mean, I we I haven't used any spells. I used one spell. I was just gonna say because I I'm sure he has some type of healing potion that we could use. Mm-hmm. Sure. So if we're Is fine to do that, or sale, if you guys would rather take give a it rest. To us? Can you ask him if he has any healing spells? Yeah, you ask him. Uh, he doesn't have any spells, but you ask him, and he has sorry um, potions. He has a, a single vial. Uh, of something that he says is it can, will heal you. Um, he sort of says um um. It's very, it's very difficult to, to make, but I suppose if it will get me my antitoxin, um, you can have this. Bria asks him if there is some place that he knows we can rest for a few hours before we do this, so he can and keep his potion. He nods enthusiastically. Yeah, he nods enthusiastically. And he says, of course, you can stay in my camp. Come. And just takes off into the woods. Okay, goes to collect uh, yes, her I things. Will, I will instantly follow him. Great. Yeah, uh, Kit's going to pick up her stuff that she hasn't collected yet, and then she's going to follow as well. Bria as Great. well. Okay. So uh, you guys grab your stuff and follow, and and Arix seems to just sort of, like, meander through the woods. There's no obvious rhyme or reason to where he's going or how he's getting there. Uh, but he meanders, and you all walk for the better part of, like, half an hour or so. And... Uh, Throughout this half hour, Flick is kind of looking at an invisible camera, kind of like Jim Halpert, and just like kind of like oh, God. <laughs> takes like. And Bria, Bria will be sketching. Okay, great. And Kit is just intrigued by all the foliage and all the nature. Totally, totally taking it all in. Great. So after about half an hour of uh, marching through the forest, uh, you get to a completely unremarkable area that looks exactly like every other area and Rx just stops. And let me have perception checks from everybody. Ooh. Crit. Nice. 20. Okay. 9. Okay. 6. Okay, so Flick and Bizdira, you sort of look around for a minute because you're confused about why Rx has stopped and you can see uh sort of in between these two trees this very cleverly constructed uh like lean to has been put together there, but it's all the way it's made out of like brush and fallen leaves and things like that. It really, it perfectly blends into the surroundings. But as you sort of notice it there, you see more clearly this little like enclosed area, this little 
He's so he's just stopped in front of it. Yeah. Uh, um, and he go ahead. Oh, well, I was just gonna say I once I notice it, I kind of who I don't even know who's near me. I guess I just kind of like shove the whoever's nearest to me and just point. As I'm like extremely intrigued by this, I really I feel cool... like it would probably be me, and I'd be like, "Yeah, I see it too. This yeah. is awesome. I Let's see make... it. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool." So he starts walking over to it, and as he sort of ducks under it, uh, Bria and Kit, you also notice it too. Once he sort of begins to interact with it, um. And it's, it's a fairly large space, like clearly larger than it needs to be for just him. Uh, but you can see in there that he's got like a little portable like alchemy workshop set up in there. And there's little like little vials and components and like little tables and stuff all there. And he starts to try and sort of like clear and push all of that to one side so that there's room for you all to, to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sort of motions for you all to, uh, to join him. Flick does. So does Kit. So, yeah, Bizdera too. Okay, so he um, he sort of says, "Uh, it's well, it's it's not much, but um, Varn is very clever with constructing these sorts of things. Um, I told him that he could uh be more useful to society by learning to construct other creative gadgets uh instead of just traps. Although to be fair, his traps are very good. Uh, but uh, it keeps me warm and dry, and um, should protect us from." Uh, the worst of the elements for the night while you all sleep. Bria asks him who Varin is. Uh, and he he sort of looks down and, and looks uh, sort of a little uh, shy about it. And he says, oh, um, uh, Varn is um, another uh, uh, Shimmer Scale uh, clan member, uh, a friend of mine. Can I Just roll to friend? make sure it's... <laughs> <laughs> Can you Does roll she to actually make... say that? What does she say? She says, just a friend. <laughs> uh, and and he says, oh, um, uh, Varn uh, is is very uh, kind. Um, uh, Bria's gonna change the subject, <laughs> <laughs> and Kit gives him a little wink. Yeah, we he, all know. He just, sort of, he just sort of looks away. Um, um go ahead. No. Oh yeah, so um, he 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 sort of clears a space for you, and he says, um, uh, "Varn has," and he sort of walks to the entrance. He says, "Varn has put this uh, nifty little uh, innovation in this shelter," and he sort of fiddles with something at the sort of top of the entranceway into this lean-to, and he sort of pulls a little rope, and this uh, this curtain of woven together leaves and brush and things uh, falls and completely covers the entrance. Uh, and it's pretty dark inside, but you sort of get the feeling that now, like, the, the entire interior of this lean-to is uh, sheltered and covered from anyone who's walking around outside. Bria's going to ask if Varn will be joining us later on in the evening. He says, oh, no, 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 no. Varn is, is very busy back home in the tunnels. Darn it. <laughs> Kid is also disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we rest? So he's, he says, um, please um, uh, make yourselves comfortable and um, we'll, we can talk more in the morning and I can set you on the path towards the, um, the moss lurkers. Great. Cool. I will gladly take a rest. <laughs> Great. Bizdera um, will pull up a piece of grass and lay down and oh, immediately yeah. just start snoring. Yeah, Kit has her bedroll, so she lays that out. There you go. 
It's, I mean, it's, you are all in there perfectly uh, with enough space. It's, it's a little cramped, but like, you're all fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, for the first time in as long as you're able to remember, you fall into unconsciousness of your own volition. <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> you manage to sleep. Uh, those of you with spell slots, regain your spell slots, get your hit points back to full, any daily powers and things like that. Long rest powers, I should say, come back. Um, so during the night, all four of you dream. Flick, you dream that you're back in spirit soaring in the sanctuary of Denir. Bizdira, you're in the meditation room in your old monastery. Bria, you're safe in your private rooms in the thieves' hideout. And Kit, you're in a perfectly serene forest clearing. And all of you hear a voice in your dream that you recognize, and it's faint and really strained as if the voice is having to put a lot of effort into being able to be heard. And it says, the kobolds hold one of the keys. Gather the keys, my children. I will not be able to contact you again until then. Creating this link between these worlds requires too much of me. And then the voice is gone, cut off, and you're left alone in your safe places in your dream. And you know at this point that you're dreaming, you're basically having a lucid dream. Uh, And you also know that you have some time left before the night is up and you have to wake up. So really quickly, what is something, what is one thing that each of you... um, wishes you could have done before you had to leave or feels like you left undone before you left that you now have a chance to do, if not in reality, at least in this dream. So Bizdira, why don't we start with you? Sure. Um, I think that she's pretty satisfied. I think the only thing that she wished she could do in her dream right now would be to spar with her master again. Oh, I like that. Okay. So you sort of take, uh, take a moment to center yourself and realize that you know, this is one last chance to do something back back home for probably quite some time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you head to the sparring room and waiting for you there is your master. And uh, he, she? He. He bows to you and you uh, have, have a little sparring match and it's perfect. And, and I win. And all of the things, <laughs> and you win, of and course you do. <laughs> How about you, Kit? Well, Kit did leave behind her childhood sweetheart. Oh, that's right. She's very sad that she did not get one last night with them. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> you know. Sick. In case there was any doubt that we would have our explicit rating for this episode. Um, okay, I love that. So you, you find uh, he comes to you, I think, in this clearing so that you can be sort of in your in your place with him. Um, and it's, you know, it is, it is all the things. It is lovely <laughs> and it is calming and it what? is not. Uh, that's all we need to say and about that. And also a chance yeah. to say goodbye. <laughs> and a true? chance to say goodbye. Yes. Thanks. Um, and so we have fighting and sex. <laughs> G- good. Who's next? Dare I ask? <laughs> Bria? Bri- Bria? Um, <laughs> Much oh more boring. 
Um, I think that there's... Thank God, mine is too. I think that there's an area that she uh, always wanted to discover and kind of draw and sketch out that she never got the chance to visit. Okay. Was it was it nearby, or are you really sort of take like are you flying out to a to a far off place in this dream? I I think it's more far off. I, I mean, it's okay. it's not within a day's journey, certainly. Okay, great. I love that. So, um, does she? I mean, you're lucid dreaming. So does she like? Ooh. Does she fly? Or is that not not a thing that she would enjoy? I don't think she would enjoy that. Mostly okay. because I would so not then, enjoy that. Right. That's, uh-huh. <laughs> So then she, uh, you're just sort of there and you're in this place and, um, you know, it's a dream. So time is fluid and flexible. And so you're able to spend as long as you need to make the perfect map of this far off land that you'd always heard about and wanted to, to see and experience. And, and it's, it's your version of it. So it's perfect for you in every way. Um, It's a combination of what you've read about it and what you've heard about it and what you would like for it to be. Great. And it's lovely. All right, Flick. Well, I think um, he was taken at such a young age to, you know, begin his clerical studies at Spirit Soaring. And um, he kind of flew through and was very immersed in those studies and uh, the sort of, he loved the, the knowledge and everything that he gained there and um, then quickly then decided to start adventuring. And I think he really misses his new family. I mean, he was taken from a clan that he wasn't necessarily a, a part of and didn't feel a part of. And I think he would just mostly want to spend more time with them. Uh, but he, I mean, it is the greater calling of adventuring, but I think that's what he misses most and regrets not spending more time with them. Great. Okay. So the four of you spend the rest of the night, which is as long or short as each of you wants it to be, uh, having one last taste of home. And that is where we're going to stop for this week. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out how the party fares against this mysterious monster creature. If you enjoyed your listening, if you enjoyed your listening experience, it would be extraordinary if you could leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, wherever you download your podcasts. The more five-star ratings and reviews we get, the better our placement on those sites, and the better our placement, the more people will get to listen. Here's a five-star review that we received since last week's episode. Ron eighty-eight keys says, "Great story and great interaction between the players. I'm looking forward to hearing each new episode. You guys are awesome." Thanks, Ron88 Keys. You're awesome, too. Remember, you can reach out to us on Twitter at at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. Or you can email us at DNDLastRefuge at gmail.com. We want to give a quick shout-out to a few people who reached out to us on Twitter this week. Daniel Stewart at Tabletop Tapes and James D'Amato at OneShotRPG. Thanks for the technical advice, guys. We're still sort of getting our feet under us in the audio editing department. You guys really helped us out this week, so thank you. Also, big thank you to at Overwrote for your kind tweets to us. Glad you're enjoying the show so far. 
We also have a website with character and player bios and other cool stuff. That address is www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, Sam Greza is my technical consultant, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Vizira. Kit. Bria. And Flick. Happy gaming, y'all.